Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. They're back from quarantine, unmasked, and ready to spread the news. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. It's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my cleared, antibody-filled co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Joining us, as always, also antibody-filled, back to work, producer, Seth. You can block him on Twitter. It's at Satoff5, S-E-T-A-H-5. Welcome back, sickos. What's up, Brando? Clear eyes, full hearts, all antibodies. Can't lose. There you go. That's like from, a, I think, Billy Bob Thornton, right? Or something. Didn't he say that? Uh, Friday Night Lights, yeah. There you go. Word for word. <laughs> Seth? Brain fog is real, baby. It and is. I'm blaming it on everything. Didn't I record? Is, isn't brain fog is what happens in like L.A. in the early morning? Similar to that, I think. Um, didn't I record while COVID positive? When we you first did, started yeah. this. You, you had your Michael Jordan podcast and, you know, yeah. Seth and I sat it out. You know, yeah. you you <laughs> we, oh we we followed guidelines. You decided to be. A, there were no guidelines. Ball. There were no guidelines when I got it. I think we were still like wiping our groceries down with antibacterial wipes and touching our parents hands through windows and panes of window and stuff like that like i it's a totally different world than what it was in i December am a total cliche when it comes to being sick though like a, a man cliche the man yes. sickness yeah, yeah i mean yeah I, I am i am the biggest dramatic like i'm dramatic anyway but like me sick like it's uh it's something to behold yeah, I didn't have it too bad though. So I don't know. I don't know what I don't know if we're breaking HIPAA rules or anything right now. So I don't I don't know what we're doing. So super quick update. Let's get back to the football. Uh, we've offered a high school quarterback that nobody's heard of, uh, but looks pretty darn good, I think, for being unranked on uh, most platforms. His name is Brendan, not to be confused with Brandon. Brendan. Yo, what up, guys? Soresby from Lake Dallas, Texas. Nice high school there. He will be on IU's campus this weekend. He's a dual threat kid based on the highlights I watched. It. I, I mean, I'm an expert, basically. Throws on the run well. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Who's I don't know what kid, to expect. Who's the, the Mr. Football in Florida we got, like, a long time ago? Do you remember Jeremy him? Jeremy Finch? Is that his name? No, I thought it was Nick. I don't know. I think it was Jeremy um, Finch, maybe. That's the to, kid like, that coast- went to... The kid that went to Florida and then transferred? No, no. He, he in, in high school, he played, he played in like pretty high, like six, seven A, which is almost the top. 
and he was like Mr. Florida. And then he came to IU and like couldn't sniff the field. You're talking about a quarterback. You're talking about a quarterback. Yeah. And then he went to like Florida International or somewhere and started. Oh, oh, is he the kid? Uh, I can see his face. I'm trying to look up in the commitments on 247 to see if I can find him. That's what I feel like this is, right? Like you either you you find a guy like this, you see if he is truly under the radar, and he'll if he isn't, he'll sort himself out in a year or two. Like there's a reason there's 85 scholarships, and this is one of them. You know, I mean, I I see absolutely no reason to not take a flyer on a guy like this. If he's the 84th, 85th guy on your roster, you could probably do a lot worse. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a body. We need a body there, a scholarship kid. It's um, gonna eat me alive. Though. I'm I'm gonna have to find that. Yeah, I'm him. kind of looking and talking at the same time. It's gonna be this made for podcast kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I'm trying. It's got to be before 2016. 20. Yeah, I'm on 20. Yeah, I'm on 2015 right I'm on now. 15 right now. It doesn't matter. We don't have Austin King is who I was thinking of, but he's from no, Georgia. that's from Georgia. Yeah, no, this kid's from. Uh, it was. It's after that, so it might be. It was it Andre Brown. No, he's from Georgia too. No, no, Andre was, Brown. It, I don't even remember. Him I kept calling sniffing. him our Tim Tebow because he looked exactly like him. 14 then. I mean, when did you start paying attention? I started paying attention like 2012, 2013 when you, when we started tailgating together, gotcha. but anyway, we can keep, we can keep going. Um, I'd rather do this. It, it's <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Let's keep it going. So we were off. Well, they were off last week, which means that I was off last week uh, because you guys don't really care about me. You guys care about them. So um, talent. That's right. So we missed some things. Brandon, we got ourselves a quarterback. We do. Connor Basilak. They're Missouri transfer 2020. I'm SEC. calling him Baz. I'm 100% calling I'm going Baz. with Baz. That's better than Bay, I guess. Um, 2020 SEC freshman of the year. I think it was co-freshman of the year in 2020. Six foot three, 215 pounds, perfect quarterback body. Could be a little taller, I guess, but that's fine. Career stats, though, this is fun. 66% completion percentage. He averages over like 2,400 yards in both the full seasons that he played. Quarterback rating of 63.1 or a QBR of 63.1 and a rating of 130 and a half. Just to give you an idea compared to, um, for all the haters, I guess. Uh, to compare to Michael Penix of last year, his QBR was 51.1. So 12 points higher than what he was. Now, um, I'll get through these things real quick, and then we can talk about Connor. He's not a huge threat on the ground, um, but can run the football. They ran a lot of read option with him, but um, he didn't use the uh, option part of it too much. Uh, I called him, I think, to you guys. Or maybe it was to somebody else. Uh, the SEC Peyton Ramsey doesn't he remind you of Peyton Ramsey quite a bit? He's got a good arm, percent. Yeah, he's got a really strong arm, and I think Brandon, you can correct me if I'm wrong. He was ranked at that time and might still be the number eight ranked transfer in the country for this season. Yeah, uh, maintained his four star rating out of high school. I think he may have gone. Let, up. let me let me look up that list. The names he's above were guys we were yeah. drooling over. Yeah, like guys that were way above him, and at least in my pecking order. But as far as like rankings, he he cleared all of them. Yeah, so he's a. I like him a lot. Um, is he gonna? Is he gonna? You know, knock your socks off when you're like, oh, we got Connor Basil. Like, no. 
But is he a solid quarterback? Yes, 66% completion percentage. If you go through his highlight tapes, he goes down the field when it's available. I, I'm not sure if that's a system thing. Um, I'm assuming it is with Missouri. And Missouri usually has a pretty decent wide receiver group. Um, He's down but, to nine because Jackson Dart went into okay. the... Well, there you go. So it's still a top 10 ranked transfer in, in the country out of 500 plus. I think it was 575 on the weekend. That's what I saw on a message board or something like that. So you're talking almost 600 players in the transfer portal. Um, you know, he brings SEC experience. He played two straight two straight seasons um, with a ton of football under his belt. He'll have three years, Brandon. Is that right? Yep. Because he redshirt freshman last year didn't count. And so, or two years ago didn't count. And then last year was his full year. So he'll have three years to play. I, and Seth asked a good question in the chat. Does he, does he walk right in? Uh, I'll let you answer that question. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, I think Tuttle is complete. We talked about this on the previous podcast. I think Tuttle is completely fine coming in as QB two. Um, he's comfortable in that role. He knows there's opportunities there for him. I think Donovan McCulley got it a taste of like, okay, this is big 10 football and I'm not ready. So I don't think Donovan McCulley is coming in saying I want to start right away. And Dexter Williams knows he's coming off a serious injury. So, I mean, that's our room. Um, Connor slides right in. Obviously all the coach, he has to earn it. You know, no one's pen, no one's penciled in right now as QB one, all that, you know, uh, Pagano coach speak that I'm not going to give. Um, so of course he's going to have to earn it, but I mean, Let's not fool ourselves. Baz is our day one starter. Yeah, there, is, there it is. That was flawless transition into right into his nickname. So, yeah, and, and some of the guys, I wanted Casey Thompson from Texas. Yeah. He's rated above Casey Thompson. You wanted Levi Williams, the collegiate Josh Allen. Yep. He's rated above him. Um, I mean, you just keep going up and down. The Ole Miss quarterback, Bo Nix, yeah. Zach Calzada, Keaton Slovis from usc he's rated ahead of all those guys right yeah. like all these guys that you know i sat on here a month ago saying i wanted over him apparently the experts think he's better so you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna defer to them because they know what looks like a good quarterback more than i do yeah um i think we all i don't know about seth but i think both of us had him i'd say number two on our list of our top three wants right Maybe yeah. you had Calzada ahead of ahead of him. I'm not sure, but he, I definitely he had him. In I had Calzada one, Thompson two, Baz three. Yeah, I think I went uh, Calzada, Baz, Ward, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm good with it. I'm 100% on board with that, with him being the starting quarterback, or at least having a legitimate shot to go right at it and, uh, and get the starting spot immediately in. Um, two other guys we picked up while we were gone. I mean, the writing was on the wall with one of them, uh, with both of them, really. Um, and two guys that could make a pretty immediate impact, one of them for sure. The first one, Jared Casey, a Kentucky linebacker transfer. Um, again, another kid with a ton of SAC experience. Um, number 15 offensive line, outside linebacker. I don't know where I was going with that. Outside linebacker coming out of high school, and I, I think an immediate impact player for the defense. Do you know a whole? He's 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 just a steady leader in the middle of the of the linebacking group, right? He's just going to step right into Micah's spot. You think? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least as a starter. I mean, not one person can fill Micah's shoes, so yeah. we're, we're definitely not saying that. But you also don't want to, in my opinion, you can't have the drop-off from Micah McFadden to a guy coming from a bench. You needed to transition somebody that had starting experience, and I think Jared Casey fits that. He has starting experience in the SEC. I found the quarterback. Nick I, Tronti. Yeah, I said that five minutes ago. In the Did chat, you? But, I was yep. not listening. Yeah, so that's sorry. okay. You were actually paying attention while Seth and I were chatting back and forth. Oh, you're it's in the chat. Yeah, yeah. he did end up at FIU or FAU. Oh, come on, man. I know my stuff. Look at you. Oh man, I'm so disappointed. He never saw the field. We had some good quarterbacks back in the day. Um, all right, cool. Back to the pod, I think. Uh no, Jerry Casey, Jerry Casey is a very solid addition. Not as exciting as the next edition, though. Yeah, really? You're that excited about Miles Jackson? I am. The UCLA, is he, do you think he plays off the edge at, at stand-up defensive end, do you think? After, I, I don't think he's Ryder Anderson, but I think he, like, again, kind of similar to Jared Casey, we don't know who's behind Ryder Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, we don't have someone on our roster that's no, a known commodity that can fill Ryder Anderson's role. This guy can And I think edge rusher is so much more important of a need than middle linebacker. It is to that defense, right? Like we, like our edge rushing already wasn't great. It was the huge question mark. He fills a bigger hole, I think, than Jared Casey does. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And the guy's all swag too. He is super swag, super swag. swag. Did you see the picture with, um, Maybe it's just his mom. I can't remember who else was in the picture. Um, it was great. It was just totally yes. swagged. I love will, all the new recruits. He will be a fan favorite. Yeah. He will be a fan favorite. He's going to be in all those training camp videos. He's going to be, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a guy that everyone is just digging through all yeah. the awesome stuff that IU social media does. Yeah, what I was saying was all these transfers that are coming in are all rocking the... 91 the throwbacks that we wore against uh cincinnati i mean they're fucking awesome they're such a nice oh damn dang it brandon (laughs) um yeah yeah they look so sick and i think they're coming back again for next year at least um hey we added a couple other people that aren't going to play the football but they're going to coach the football one of them just learned about today but we're not going to talk about him first we're going to talk about the new defensive coordinator and linebacker coach. I spelled coordinator wrong on the outline. That was cool. Um, Chad Wilt. Brandon, tell me what you know about Chad Wilt. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy came very respected. I mean, you look at his resume, and it's crazy he isn't coaching somewhere. He has been just about everywhere. I mean, he's been in the ACC. He's been in the Big Ten. He's been out west. Was it was it Mountain West or was it Pac? I think it was Pac twelve. Anyway, this guy just has. He's been a defensive coordinator before. He's been a position coach. He's been all over the country. I mean, he went to college in Indiana, so he. I'm sure he still has connections here. I mean. His recruiting, his recruiting is was great on the defensive line, at least. At least his recruiting is and his development 
at Minnesota. He's got three guys that are pro prospects for next season in the NFL. And uh, bear with me on these names. Um, Is easy? easy? We'll just go Ezezi Otomawu. Sure. Defensive end. Uh, Boy Mafi and Niles Pickney, all on the defensive line, all being looked at to be drafted this season or next season in the NFL. So, um, and all developed underneath his watch. So there you go. Um, let's look at the next guy that we added that I was fairly surprised at when I dug really deep into his resume, uh, the new defensive line coach. And if yes, there's any one, position on the defense that needs a coach, it's him. Seemed to come out of left field. I mean, yeah. there wasn't a ton of connections with this one. I like it though. I like where he's coached. Let's talk about it. His name's Paul Randolph. He's a Canadian football player, professional Canadian football player. Um, I think he's just a Canadian. I guess I could have said that, but um, defensive line coach coming from Texas Tech, where they were ranked 31st. When you think Texas Tech, what do you think? You think defense, right? No, I think Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You think nothing but like 63 to 62 games all day. And uh, while they were 31st in the country in TFLs last season, which is pretty impressive. so I'm looking at uh, his experience as far as being a co-defensive coordinator as well as an associate head coach. I think Brandon got those two mixed up. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. But um, are, are you in the chat? I did get those two mixed up. I don't have the chat pulled up. Look yeah, no, I, I got I got Randolph's resume and and Wilt's resume confused here in in my outline. I apologize. <laughs> he recruited the monster defensive line that Pitt had yep. like a decade ago. Like before I really became an IU fan, I people know I was a I was a Pitt Panther fan. And this guy was a recruiting monster and kind of built Pitt's defense into what it was in the early 2010s. Um, you know, I don't he didn't recruit Aaron Donald. I don't I don't I don't think they actually had any um carryover but like Aaron Donald went to Pitt because it was he was going to a defensive line group that had the reputation of putting people into the league um so yeah I mean the 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 Randolph guy is a guy that was super uh super excited about the Chad Wilt um you know maybe, maybe you should fill in the blanks there but it was it was Randolph that I was actually insanely excited about I couldn't believe we were getting him um as a position coach of one that is a drastic need yeah, and like like what I said was, I mean, the guy's got experience, or you said it pretty much. He's a co-defense. He's been co-defensive coordinator at a bunch of positions. Associate he's head been coach. associate head coach. He's coached in Memphis, Tulsa, Pitt, Arizona State. Um, that's just to name a few. He's got uh, stints in some other big name schools too. And as I said, he was air quotes. I mean, it is I guess professional football player in Canada, and. And he, I, I, I'm with you. Totally surprised. Didn't see this coming. Um, apparently has worked alongside, not alongside, but with coach Allen at, at a few spots um, here or there, even, even if it wasn't at that particular school. Um, so there's some connections there as far as those two go, but yeah, a great recruiter looks to fit exactly what we need. Again, if, if anybody, I know you guys are screaming at your, at your radio when I ask this question, if there's a spot on the defense that's a big weakness, it's on the defensive line, and that's where we need as, as much improvement as we can get. So um, 
just real quick before we move on and get to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, we've updated the schedule. And I didn't know why until I really dug into it last week. Um, and I'm okay with it. I guess it couldn't have got any, it could have got worse and it didn't really Ooh, yeah. get any no, worse. No, it was a push. Yeah. It was a push. So one crappy Illinois school out, another crappy Illinois school in. We still play them at home. Um, it makes sense. I mean, we didn't get to play Illinois in 2020. So we, we'll get Northwestern last year. I mean, we're just punting, we're just punting the Big Ten West a year. Yeah, much. that's fine. That's that's I'll take it, I guess. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. Somehow Purdue avoided and get help me if I'm wrong on this, Seth. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan degree. State and Ohio State. He doesn't know because he's such a huge Purdue fan. He doesn't know. I'm pretty sure no, that you're hundred percent right that they missed Michigan, Michigan state and Ohio state. Yeah. They, so they get Penn state. They get Penn state and us, right. Then we play yep. two. Yep. So congratulations. Um, we do get three straight home games. Brandon. Yeah. I think, I think they get Maryland or Rutgers too. Obviously they have to get one of them. Oh yeah. I guess they get three. So yeah, we get three straight home games to start the season. Illinois, Idaho, Western Kentucky. I don't know if that's the right order or not. But. It is very front loaded, and it there's a chance to build up momentum like we did in our our amazing year, like yeah. in the in the 2020 season where we really got to understand winning, get get some Uncle Mo on our on our backs, and just carry us throughout the season for sure. I think I'm going to go to at least five. I'm trying to think if we play at home after Cincinnati, I think I'm going to be going to IU football games in like for like two months straight, like home and well, maybe I shouldn't go to the way. I know that you guys are yelling, don't go. We're going to lose by a thousand. If you go, but it's okay. What do, do, do you, do you have a, do you have a game in mind that you think you'll go to in the away game? Uh, I, we talked about this, Cincinnati, um, right? Well, the wife, well, I think I might go, she might not go, but, um, I think it might be an East Lansing or dude, don't go uh, there. Don't I know I don't want to, but I've never been to that stadium. But um East Lansing, I'm not going to Columbus. I'm what's the other one? We would play Maryland at home. We would play Rutgers. We Rutgers, I'm not going to New Jersey. Go fight somebody. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll go to Michigan State. I think I'm gonna go to Michigan State. All right. Have I told you my Michigan State story? Uh, I think you have, but if you want to you tell everybody on the pod, that'd be great. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, first of all, their football stadium is very reminiscent of Wrigley Field. Like, there just oh. looks like like uh, like oh. cement concrete blocks are just missing. You just look up and you're <laughs> like, well, those had to fall. So, you know, it's a little terrifying walking in. Um, but the, the, the cool part is um, we sat in kind of the, like, alumni section uh, and Tom Izzo was walking around just shaking hands. Um, and this, I went when, uh, when Tom Crean was still coaching, um, and I kind of made a job. I was like, ah, oh, you know, Tom doesn't do this over in the alumni section. He's like, Tom's got a lot to learn. Um, as he said, very, very snarky. Um, but that's, that's, that's the time I shook Tom Izzo's hand. And He's a jack. To, to Tom. He's a jack. Um, you know, who's not a jack. It's our buddy Garrett. Over at the Monon Track Club. MTC is yeah, of course. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. 
check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs, which yes, even though it's like 13 degrees outside, uh, they're still doing it. And to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies as a thank you to our listeners, just ours, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, that's LEO10 at checkout. Now, let's get to Brando's Randos. Brandon, what you got? Dude, I got so many. Oh my gosh. I got so many. I can see Um, But uh, you can see them. There's more on there um, that I have up in my brain. Good. Um, what else is on your proverbial checklist? I mean, we got a new offensive coordinator. We got a defensive coordinator. We got a, we got a QB one, you know, we got some impact transfers. Is there anything less on, uh, Michael's grocery list for IU football in the off season? Yeah, but what about the offensive line? No. Um, yes, no, no I, mean, I think you're right. I don't know. I mean, I would like to add depth there. Just, Tab, I don't know. Sure. If we can bring in an experienced offensive lineman to plug and play for one, two years, hundred percent on board with that. Do I think it's a need? No. Um, wide receiver. We need a, an impact rush end if possible. I really believe in Jared handy still. So um, I'd, I'd like to see him a lot next year. Um, other than that, I wouldn't mind adding some safety depth. But uh, that's it. Yeah. So here, here's my thoughts. And I don't know if this is glass half empty. I'll let you guys be the decision of that. Remember how excited we were for Zach Carpenter? Yes. In, in, in back transfer. What did he do? Remember how excited we were when Bradbury came in? One of the best junior college transfers coming. He hasn't seen the field. You know mm-hmm. how excited we were when Luke Haggard came in from the Pac-12? Mm-hmm. What did he do? So, I mean been okay he's been okay but i mean what i'm saying is like maybe what we have in house maybe all these freshmen that didn't see the field you know like like sales like feeney like uh producer seth's fiacable maybe those guys are better than than bringing anyone in from the outside because we did that last off season and you know it didn't it didn't really pay off did it no, and I still I still think Matt Bedford is a really good offensive lineman. I just think he needs to find where he's supposed to be. Like stop moving him around. Stop he was how good was he at left tackle? How good was he? But then you bring in a left-handed quarterback, he needs to move to right side. A total I mean, it's the same position, but that's a totally different position. I don't know what that noise was, by the way. I think that was Brandon. Um so I don't know what that was, but uh yeah, he he's got to uh, he's got to find a position. I think he's really good. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't I don't know what what can you do on offensive line at this point. I again I blamed it on the scheme. We'll see. Time will tell. Yep. yep. All right. So it, it sounds like kind of you you and I are in the same thing, right? We we need a wide receiver. We need a rush end, which is why I was so excited about Miles Jackson because I think he's he's a piece of that puzzle. Um, but since we're mostly complete, right? We're, we're, we're mostly done with the off season, um, except for maybe some additions here in the next few weeks. How would you grade this off season? Again, got a new coordinator and I got a, got a new OC, got a new DC, got a new D line coach, got again, a, a, the best recruiting class ever. What grade are you giving our off season so far? Give me an A minus with the potential 
of an A, a very high A, borderline A plus, depending on the curve. So A plus is insane with Walt Bell. Borderline, borderline. That's what I mean. If he turns out to be what maybe Tom Allen thinks he is, and we see an actual plan on offense, that's all I want to see. Hey, are we a running team? There it is. Are we a throwing team? Are we a passing team that sets up the run? Boom, done. Are we third and six quarterback draw every time? Okay, I don't know. Well, but what, if I what do you think it, about Dak Prescott's Nick Sheridan play? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest with you. I didn't watch a second of that game. I literally got PTSD from watching the Cowboys run a draw on a game deciding play. It was hilarious. Okay, never mind. Go back. How great were the um, sad cowboy pictures, though? Sad cowboy Amazing. fan pictures. It was just the best. Dude, the um, girl crying, I had to watch 50 times. It was I, so. I got to awesome. find. There was something. I gotta find. I mean, I wish I could see it. There's a great, uh, like a Twitter, a tweet. I can't remember what it was. Was it a tweet, Seth? It was sent in a, a different. How group old are you? Was Mary. it a meme? Was it a? It was gift? a Twitter. It was a Twitter. It was a tweet. It was a. It was on. It was on the Facebook. Nice. Um, it was Losing something listeners. about. It was something about Cowboys lose. Lakers are one in four in the last five. Um, I can't remember what the other one was, but it said, like, yeah, I can't it imagine being bad a, Yankees, week for a fan. Yankees fan. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. A- Alabama lost a national Alabama lost. That's what the other one was. Yeah. Bad week for a Yankees fan is perfect. Um, back to the off, off season again, a minus and I'm, a minus. I'm, I'm doing a minus based off of recruiting class, Philly needs that we needed with that recruiting class, as well as dude, our defensive, everybody was freaking out about the defensive coordinator. And he left. And how fast did we fill that position? Again, Tom Allen knows what's happening inside his program. These people don't just leave. And he's like, what? Surprised and caught off guard. He's got a plan. There's a plan in place. The curve is, does the offense take a major step forward? And if they do, now up my grade. There you go. Some of the things that came out about Charlton, you remember how I was so freaking excited for Charlton. You were, man. I was, I think I was iffy on him. You were real big on his recruiting, but he didn't yeah. recruit anybody for us. Nope. And he did nothing, nothing. And I'm not going to say all that came out because some of it's personal, Um, but a lot of red flags, like as far as like his, some of his behaviors. Yeah. Um, and some of his efforts. Right. Yeah. Never seemed right. Like a the, the only thing fit. that I'll say is he he never bought it. He he, yeah. he was one foot out the entire time. Yeah. Whenever you saw like Kane Womack, you always felt like Kane Womack was there. Like that. I mean, he was he was bred to that position, but you felt like yeah. He I mean, was, he he, was he there brought the reason. same energy that Tom Allen brought. I mean, he was yeah. wearing his blue, you know, his North Carolina blue sweater, which is funny because that's where Charleston Warren went. Um, but you know, he was jumping up and down, going insane, you know, bringing that energy. Um, uh, and that just never matriculated. Yeah. Well, there you go. What do you got? What's next? Uh, so I, I want, I want, uh, Seth's grade real quick on our off season from a he, obviously un, unbiased. Put it away. Uh, I'd give it a B. I think you hit a lot of your things, but I think without a, I mean, Baz still has some question marks. The offensive coordinator still has some question marks. If those things get proven, it could be an A. But with all the unknowns, still have to give it a B. I'd go B plus. 
I go B plus and the plus is because of the recruiting. Right. Um, I, I think, I think, I think that, I think the recruiting is an A plus. I think the transfers are an A. I think the coordinators are both C's honestly. Um, but you know, A plus A C that gives me <laughs> probably a low B plus. Um, I'm not a teacher, so I'm not sure if that's correct, but that's the kind of way I, that's the kind of the way I see it. Um, is that in that B B plus range? Um, because I didn't come around. I, I know Wilt was hired immediately, but I did. And I know Minnesota was mad to lose Wilt. Like that was one thing that I was pumped seeing because like when we hired Walt Bell, Florida state people were laughing at us. Maryland fans were laughing at us. Right. Like when we lost Wilt, Minnesota was like, Oh, this sucks. Like this, this is no good. When we lost, when we got Paul Randolph, Texas tech was bummed, right? Like you want to be on that side of the coin when you're getting people. So I, I am excited for Wilt simply because of the way the fans reacted um, opposite of the way we got uh, on Wilt, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm going to play the wait and see game on him. We'll yeah. see. So I'm going to skip the next question on here. Um, but I wanted to ask this in kind of holistic view here. It seems like IU is doing amazing, um, but there's obviously 13 other teams in the Big Ten. Do you have any other team in the Big Ten, Michael, that's either won this offseason or on the other side of the coin lost this offseason? Michigan, Michigan State, State's done pretty well in recruiting. They've done they've done recruiting and transfers. Again, yeah. they they destroyed the transfer portal again. That is not something I thought was going to work out. Uh I don't know. I mean, you could basically pick any team from the West, maybe Bart, Wisconsin, and Purdue, maybe, and just say they've had a bad offseason. I, I guess mean, Nebraska the, lost their quarterback. Yeah, but they, they had got the worst, Casey the worst, Thompson. the worst recruiting they've ever ever had. Yeah, worst in the Big Ten. I mean, Nebraska is slowly turning into early two thousand Rutgers. Hashtag keep Scott Frost forever. I mean, I definitely think Nebraska lost. Um, Penn State actually lost quite a bit to the portal, and they're bringing back Clifford. (laughs) I mean, and they're bringing back Franklin. Like, that's not great. Like, if I'm a Nittany Lion fan. Franklin's back for a long time. Long time. um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Michigan if Harbaugh leaves, because a lot of those recruits are Harbaugh guys. How many people does Harbaugh, how many coaches does he bring? Is there a max mass exodus at Michigan if Harbaugh leaves I think that could be a huge loss in in the Big Ten um Seth anything anything for you I know you you know the conference yeah, pretty well I know that nobody never talks about Northwestern for good reason and they had an absolute dog poo year last year and they have nothing coming in nothing really oh, changing wow. but of course somehow they're going to figure out a way to go eight and five they'll win year. the big 10 they'll win the big 10 west that's what they do that's what they did the year before they won it they won it last year right or two years ago it was last year they won the big Fairly 10 recently west. yeah uh hence they had they were like two and ten or something the year before that's just what they do and that's why pat fitzgerald or jim harbaugh should be the bears coach so so mean all right last last question here and i have to end on bass right because he's gonna guy we're gonna be talking about literally probably maybe every podcast leading up to the season because you know no quarterback no chance right 
I was not initially blown away by the bad signing. Mm -hmm. I've talked myself into it, but then something clicked. You know how freaking bad quarterback play is in the Big Ten? Mm -hmm. Wisconsin was successful with Grammers. Michigan State was successful with Bella Thorne. Penn State continues to roll out Sean Clifford. Baz doesn't have to be great. It's impossible to say where where he's going to fall in, but because before the season, we were talking about Michael Penix being top three quarterback in the Big Ten. Where do you think Baz's ceiling is going into the next year with not a lot of quarterback talent coming in to the Big Ten? Michael threw up three. I have him at five, but that's still amazing, right? AOC's back, right? So AOC's back. Is he better than Clifford? No. Man, he well, we don't know. Clifford is not. Did you watch him? If if he's SEC Ramsey, I think I'd take Peyton Ramsey over. He throws the ball at a 67% clip. That's that's good. That's very, very good. I don't care if it's four, eight yards down the field. Now Sideways. he turns the ball over like Clifford. That's well, the issue with Baz. In the his, SEC, his... let's see what let's see what he does in the Big Ten. But I think Clifford's a great comparison. Did we just get our Clifford? Honestly, it's an it. honest question. We'll take it. We talked about would you take Sean Clifford if he transferred? I would have. And taken we all him. said yes. Did yes. we just like you kept saying Ramsey? I'm kind of falling on like, did we get our Clifford? He's Clifford's... just not going to run like Clifford. Is the difference. Yeah. But I would take him. He's, I think he's a better pat. I think he's very comparable, but he's a better passer and not as a runner, not, not as good as a runner. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I was down and I was like, well, well wait, we somebody might have just liked, gotten ourselves a top yeah. five quarterback in the big 10. Somebody liked something because he was on campus for a day and yeah. it was done. We had two other guys on campus with him or were supposed to be on campus that weekend. Man, so, I mean, the only people you can definitively put ahead of him is O'Connell and Stroud. That's it. And then but, where does he fall in in the Mertz, Thorn, Clifford range, right? Like Michigan probably Mac quarterback. Yeah. What I mean, about yeah, Michigan? McCarthy probably Ma- his name is. McNamara is probably ahead of McNamara is probably number three, honestly. He's, well, he's let's a, think about let's talk to manager. let's talk about AOC here. Let's talk about O'Connell. Is he without David Bell, without number 17, who wears number zero, without um is the tight end gone or is he back? Durham? I think he's gone. So he's if gone. Durham's gone, I mean, is he not how do I, I put this to you, Brock Thompson? Is he not just a game manager with really, really good outside players? I mean, those two those two yeah. wide receivers will get drafted. Right or will Milton Wright not get drafted? Maybe he'll just get on somewhere. But David Bell is a a low low first round, high to mid second round wide He's receiver. Definitely second round. He's definitely second round. He had well, no I lower. Would say, he might, he I might would say he had Rondell Moore, but uh, he never saw the field. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't watch enough. So I'm I'm, I'm honestly asking you questions like. Or asking you a question, Seth, like, 
why can't he just be as good as AOC and not be like anything spectacular other than throwing the ball at a 70% clip? Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, a- that's the, that's why Jack Plummer kept beating him out every year is because Jack Plummer gives you some excitement because he had the two-way, you know, the running and the passing. Um, and O'Connell really just manages and makes smart decisions. So I think more so than arm talent or arm strength, I think really what you guys need and what AOC does a really good job of is makes really good decisions. Yeah. I think that's, you know, so if Basilic can AOC do that, does make really good decisions. <laughs> I stand by them all. Let's go, Brandon. Um, yeah. So well I don't done. know, like, <laughs> so I don't know if, if, if I, I think it's more between the ears than, than what's on what's hanging from the shoulder. Yeah. And coming from whether they're a top tier sec team or not, they're still, play in the west i believe right and then they still so they play all the tough teams yeah i mean the big 10 east isn't too much better or worse depending on the year than the sec west i mean they are the two best divisions in all of college football yep it it it, it differs on year of who's better i agree but um all right that's all i got i don't even know what we were talking about seth what uh what do you got in your sack there bud Wait, right, wait, real quick, oh. where are you putting Baz? Putting him as top five quarterback going into the season? That's maybe not going into the no? season, but but definitely has a potential to end up there. I'd if he hits the him. stats, if he hits the stats, sixty six percent throwing the football, he throws the ball for what I say twenty three hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns. He had eleven picks last year, but let's let's six call interceptions. it sixteen and six. Yeah, I take that preseason. I'd put him at eight. Okay, potential oh, that's fine. Five. That's fine. And that's mostly just because it's incomplete. I don't think it's because I don't him. think there's a defined grade on it. We haven't seen it. And we don't know the his, offense. I watched one of his games last year. It was LSU, just a lot of sideways maybe. passing. Yeah, LSU was a lot of sideways passing. But it did set up. He did hit a couple of deep balls off of that. It, just it based made off in of Carolina. That. I think it was oh, Carolina. Okay. I saw him. I was watching. The, I watched the whole LSU highlight of his. Just just him. And it was a lot of sideways quick hitters across the middle sideways sideways. rpo but, strong rpo if that's what you guys yeah. want to run you can now but it set up it set up some big time deep balls that were huge in that game so uh all right let's sack reach time. into yeah let's reach into your sack what do you got all right let's bounce some balls here we got purdue iu at assembly hall tomorrow night so by the time this drops it'll be tonight yep we're gonna do any predictions on this we're in a suit. Mike Woodson think, is in a suit. I've already done it. You ready? I was going to say you already did that. You already blasted this on group chat. So. Brandon, let me. Well, I'll let Brandon go. Let me find my text so that I can read it word for word. Brandon, what do you? What's your prediction for today, tomorrow slash today? Uh I mean, we can't. We can't score with Purdue. Um, let me see what the spread is tomorrow. They don't. I don't have it. He's yet. taking too long. Here's what I said. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this and we're gonna lose. Okay, that's not what I've got. Wednesday, Wednesday morning at eight fifty-one in the morning. Super amped up on whatever caffeine I was drinking. It's a poop text, guys. It's a poop text. Yep. IU minus seven. I'll put lunch on it. Trey Galloway breakout game. This is where all the Purdue fans discover and, and begin their hate for the hustling, super awkwardly athletic white boy with an '80s vibe. End quote. Trey Galloway is back. I don't care what he's got on his as it's his left hand. He's gonna dom, bro. He's gonna dom. You're big. 
giant seven foot three stick figure is going to be down there trying to dribble the ball seven foot four and he's going to go between his legs and steal the ball from underneath him and go down and dunk it on the other side at least three times so you're going going outright or are you just saying yeah minus seven are you minus seven in trey galloway breakout game and i'm putting lunch on it all right okay 77 65 purdue jesus in a suit we're undefeated in a suit all right, so my other one is, so are, there's a couple IU basketball players that I can't stand. Good old Kirk recognize Haston. Uh, I have some Tom Coverdale issues, but that's mostly because of you guys just yeah. and your, uh, you know, Christ complex with him. Um, so is there a Purdue guy? Is it Matt Harms? Is that the guy that who does who do IU fans hate from Purdue? It's the most recent thinking? one. Was it Chris Kramer? Chris Kramer. Does Brian Cardinal still count? I'm Isaac Haas like... was really fun to make fun of. I mean, he yeah, was an easy target. The last one was the one that, that was TV screaming boy. at the fans. <laughs> the dude that was screaming at the fans with his terrible hair and his giant. That guy. That guy sucked. Uh, I don't know. Purdue does. Like, I'm not from Indiana, right? Like, I don't I don't have. I like Purdue's. Like, I hate Ohio State. I hate Wisconsin. I hate Michigan State more. Like, I hate Drew Neitzel. I hate Aaron Kraft. I hate, oh, I hate, God, Aaron I, hate yeah. I hate Bruzowitz. Like watch what you know, watch yeah. watch his face when I say it. Watch his face, Seth. Brad <laughs> Davidson. Yes. See, like, like I, I, I don't know. Like, I know I'm like supposed to hate Purdue, and I just, I just kind of don't. Like, there's these other teams that I guess I hate more because I'm not from Indiana. I don't have, I don't have that hate. Like I said, I mean, um. I'll say welcome the hate hate Bruzewitz. Yeah. Davis. Oh yeah. Uh, So no, Chris Kramer is my number one, but then also who was the guy, who was the guy last year, the big tall guy with the weird hair, blonde hair. They got wait harms from two years. Harms. Yeah. Harms. Was it Octius that like flexed on us? Uh, So I guess they're like, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Isaac Haas and Octius because that, that flex made me want to punch a TV. Hey, Brian Cardinal. For sure. I can't remember remember anybody else. No memories of Brian Cardinal. I don't remember anybody else between like Brian Cart. Maybe you guys just weren't good. I I mean, there was a long stretch where you guys weren't very good, but Brian. You had had a Hummel there for a while. Hummel I didn't hate, though. You shut your mouth about Robbie Hummel. Yeah, don't speak too loud. Don't speak too loud. He'll break another ACL. Um, John Johnson. I want to talk about basketball on this podcast. Yeah. Two basketball related questions. I appreciate that. Who's your That's least? It. Okay, no, I guess you already did that. What about current? Players? I can't wait till Purdue gets knocked out in the second round again. It's gonna be f- freaking glorious. Who's it gonna be by? Um, let me guess. If they're a two seed, some big East, so we're gonna play a seven ten. Seton Hall. UConn. Ooh, I'm gonna go Seton Hall. Providence. Oh, that'd be terrible. Anybody seven. who has a point guard who can score thirty two points. Not us. That's our nightmare. <laughs> we can give you 32 turnovers from our point guard position if you want. No, that's the only reason I feel somewhat safe. Well, there you go. Maybe we'll just let Trey bring the ball up then. That didn't know. work. We tried that. <sighs> All right. Anything else, Seth? You have three sacks or are you done? Just the two. Just the two. Just the two. All, right. All right. Well, this podcast turned out to be a little bit more entertaining than what I thought. It's funny what happens when we prepare for things. Kind of. 
Uh, it actually works. I out did get our D line coach and our defensive coordinator confused. That's just that's, pretty bad. that's typical. That's run. That's that's par par for the course. Uh, be sure to check out our pod, the pod, on Twitter. It's at podcast leo. Not as active as we were during the season, but we try. We'll interact with you guys. Just come by, say hi. Uh, be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Uh, tell your friends, like my friends. Their friends, their friends, their friends, stuff like that. You know, just go down the list. Just tell them. Maybe they like Indiana football and you don't know. Maybe they just want to listen to three dudes sitting around a microphone. Not the same one. Just chatting. Just bros being dudes, dudes being bros. If you guys don't like Baz, tell us what you like. Yeah. We need a nickname. Just give us five stars and just tell us about your your new nickname for Bay. So uh we'll talk to you guys next week when we throw something together at the very last minute and uh until then we love you guys elio 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 he said it elio awesome day elio thank you so much rick i appreciate that elio all right great elio appreciate you guys elio you're welcome dave have a great day elio have a great day elio appreciate you being here with us have an awesome day and elio Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio.